Hey everyone, it's Dawn with Sex Gets Real. I just want to remind everyone, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Sex Gets Real or over on Facebook at Sex Gets Real. It makes it really easy. And um, guess who's here with me? Hi, hey. Dylan. Dylan, what's up? <laughs> oh ah. my gosh. I literally, yeah. like, I get emails every other day that are still like, say hi to Dylan. I miss Dylan. I can't believe Dylan left. Everybody loves you and misses you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I miss everybody. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Great to be back as a, uh, what do we say, celesbian guest. Yes, as, my, as the celesbian guest of the week. <laughs> I quaff my Stella, yes. Yes. So, um, how have you been? I've been good, you know. I've been super busy with the new job, and uh, I've been, like, exercising like madness. Uh, My schedule is is crazy. We've got the dog, and, you know, she's elderly, and, oh, my God, just, like, all kinds of my family is, like, moving, and... All kinds of crazy stuff. Work, work, work. What's that, Rihanna? Work, 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 work. Yep. Is that a Rihanna song? Yeah, that's a Rihanna okay. song. All right, that's all I feel like I'm doing. But I'm loving it. We loving thought it. you were Rihanna, so I'm glad you sang. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, how's everybody been doing? Everybody has been amazing and missing I- you, and everyone still like says to say hi or sends like. I'm going to read you this email. It just came in maybe um, five or six days ago, and it has a little mention okay. for you. Okay, okay, let's hear it. Okay. Yep. So Faith wrote in with the subject line, Mighty Morphin Sex Ranger. And the message says, Hi, Dawn. Shout out from Alaska. My horny ass has been aching to write to you since I started listening to the podcast two months ago. I've been binge listening to Sex Gets Real from the Dawn and Dylan glory days backwards and at its best. Keep up the sexy talk. In episode 65, you ask listeners, what would your sexy superpower be? And I've been thinking about this, and I didn't have any ideas for a while, but last night, the best one came to me. I want the power to morph sex organs at will. For example, if I wanted to have sex with a penis and testes attached, my body would just morph into having them, and I can change the girth and the shape and whatever. The morphing abilities would also apply to secondary sex organs. So say I wanted to feel what it's like to have tiny tits or giant tits one day. Poof! Hello, no bra for days or a titty fucking. (laughs) It says, don't get me wrong, I love my body and everything I can do with it, but I've always been curious to see what sex is like or even life is like with various body parts. I thought Dylan might appreciate this superpower too. Grow a penis when you feel like it. That was the one. I was gonna say that totally. Yep. The sex power that I would want is yes, to just be able to have a penis. I think we've. I feel like we've had the sex power question once before. Yeah, we talked about it um, about a year ago. Yes, and yeah. that would be that. I would yeah. just be like, let me just try it one time with that. And you know, it wouldn't even be like to like have sex or whatever. It was like, can I just pee standing up and not have to worry about any of that shit and just mm-hmm. stuff like that? You know what I mean? Or what would it be like to just jerk off a, a penis instead of like trying to masturbate your clit, whatever? Yeah. So, I think I, I think it's so much more accessible and easier for them to just kind of do shit with their peen than it is for women. I I don't know. I mean, I that would be my superpower. Yeah. Give me a penis for a day. Yeah. I think that would be really cool. I yeah. loved that. That was a little shout out to you. Right on. Right on. Yeah. yeah. Are you ready for another email that's about face down anal? Oh, yeah. My fave. Okay. Okay. So tricks by Trish. Subject line, only face down anal? And it says, I was with this new guy. We fucked on the third date. It was pretty hot in that new to dating world after 30 years of marriage. But this guy put me face down, pulled my arms behind my back, held me with one hand, pulled my hair, and I loved it. I was very wet at this point. Then, after grinding for a while with his small dick, he entered my ass. I initially thought this was hot, 
But further re- sessions revealed the same exact scenario. What the fuck? He never went down on me, despite pushing my head down on his cock while blowing him and drinking him. He never made Ew. me. <laughs> he never made me come, despite trying to show him how to touch my clit. I've pretty much given up, but feel for the guy because he really wants to see me again. But I'm wondering, is it worth it? I absolutely love you guys, and your show has changed my life. Thank you. So he pretty much just pushes her down and fucks her ass and makes her suck his cock and does nothing for her. And she wants to know if it's worth it. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Not worth it. I, I mean, that's agree. rude. Yep. That's fucking rude. You know, I mean, like, it's okay if there's like other things, like sometimes you switch it up or whatever, but if it's the same routine all the time, then no. Yep. I, I don't think it's fair. And she should most deaf say, either yeah what's up how come this is the only thing we ever do and um i i don't know i mean like you 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 lost me at small penis whatever <laughs> I was just like, i'm like um x number one and then uh yeah if this is you know every now and then it's a little nice to have some face down anal but i mean like god at mm-hmm. least do a little something else every now and then learn how to okay. eat good pussy maybe he needs to go back and listen to episode six or whatever it was yeah um and I, I I abhor anyone pushing my head down to mm-hmm. go do anything. Mm-hmm. Like I want to do it willingly, and 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 unless it's part of the play, you know what I mean, right? So, but mm, I yeah. totally I'm agree. Not sure what's going on there? There's some sort of power struggle. I'm not sure. It sounds to me like he's just a really selfish fucking lover. You know, like, I don't care if he wants to see you again. He probably wants to see you again because he's been using you like a rag doll and you haven't told him to get the fuck off you or do something different. Um, Right. You know, I mean, like, yeah, face down anal, I think, is really hot. And for me, I really love that position. Um, But that, for me, always comes with lots of other really delicious things like orgasms and (laughs) being eaten out. Does he eat that ass? Does he eat the ass? I mean, like, hey, all right. of that stuff's got to come into play. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. No, let's yeah. change it up a little bit, okay? It kind of gets stale. I agree. And so I guess my my suggestion would be no. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Yep. See ya. Yeah. I mean, if you've already tried to talk to him and he hasn't changed anything, then I'm not sure how much more time and emotional labor you want to put into this. But I think you just need to have a really like frank conversation saying, my needs aren't getting met. Here's the kind of sex I'm interested in having. I'm happy to do these things with you, but only if I feel like it's a lot more reciprocal and we're both having an opportunity to enjoy it. And if he's not even remotely open to that, then tell him he can go find another hole. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> that just pisses me off. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, no. Yeah. No. How about you flip over and I'm going to peg your ass? Hell yeah. Like I just did All 10 right. minutes ago. What? There you go. What? Yeah. I'm still sweaty and covered in cum. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. Nice. <laughs> I'm still sweaty, but not the second part, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you were doing manual labor outside, and I I was was doing doing labor inside, but different. Hardcore, yes, yes. (laughs) Good good stuff, good stuff. Have you done any, like, fun, sexy things in the past couple months? Um, uh, you know, not really. Not. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. You've been working a lot. It is actually, yes, it has been um, draining, uh, working, and so uh, the, the new job definitely got me super busy, and, you know, we work it in here and there, but um, nothing too exciting or extravagant, really. So I will, <laughs> my neighbors have uh, discovered the podcast And, um, my wife has divulged to them that I am the Dylan. So, um, they've been binge. Oh, geez. They've been binge listening. And, uh, so tonight we're going to a dinner party and they are about ready to burst with questions. So (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, stop telling the neighbors. So I suppose that's why it's Dylan, okay, not the a, the real name. Right. 
Well, anyway, uh, I think they're actually kind of a little super freaky because uh, they were over here for a dinner party or we were just having, not dinner party, it was like cocktails or whatever. And something came up in the conversation about the Olympics and cupping and uh, the swimmers were getting cupped, you know, mm-hmm. and my wife and uh, the neighbors started talking about cupping and they were like, oh yeah, the only time I ever saw that, you know, my wife said was it at the crucible and then the neighbor turned around and she was like what you know and then of course that just got conversation rolling about that so i think they're i think they're a little uh you know a little on the freaky freaky side so yeah. we'll see yeah, yeah that's yeah. interesting so we'll see what happens i'm like oh god it's gonna be like a bajillion questions <laughs> and stuff well, I can't wait to hear what kinds of questions come up. And don't forget to show them your sex gets real paddle. Uh, yes, it's still on the wall. Hello. <laughs> Absolutely. Did you have a good time at so Pride? It's been fun, you know. Uh, we did. And, of course, it was chaotic for me because I was still in the middle of training. So mm-hmm. it was like whirlwind. We didn't stay the night or anything like we normally do. So we rode in, it was balls hot, and did the ride, and um, uh, and then left, peaced out. We didn't stick around for any of the night parties or whatever, because I had to be back uh, to work. Yeah. Uh, to the training that I had to go to. So I was like, what? Uh, yeah, I just couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah. So, but it was still uh, fun. You know, we always enjoy. I saw you pride. Zoom by. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, we were uh, standing on P Street, and okay. uh, I tried to get your attention. I managed to get Heidi's attention. Yeah, you, you, you all zoomed by, and then about 10 minutes later, I fainted in the Whole Foods, and then I was out for the rest of the weekend. Oh, my God. Are you serious? <laughs> yep. Because of the heat? Yep. Oh, my God. No good. Yeah, I fainted on the tile in the Whole Foods, and I woke up with, like, all the employees trying to pick me up, and they they set me in a chair, and, like, all my friends were trying to help. Were you with someone? Were you with friends, at least? Yeah, I was with friends. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so they ended up, um, like, kind of carrying me uh like with their arms around me to the car and i missed out on all the rest of the pride celebrations because i was not hydrating and i was standing in one place in a very crowded spot and apparently that was too much (laughs) yeah no it was literally balls hot i don't think it was as hot as it's been here lately up in the hundreds but it was seriously hot yeah it was really hot we had a shit ton of people in the motorcycle club, and we had a great time. Um, but other than that, you know, we mm-hmm. just got back from, um, you know, Dyke Dynasty that we always do annually. Yeah. So we had a blast mm-hmm. um, with that. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So the the club's keeping me busy. Work is keeping me busy, and um, and so it's been good. It's good. Been good. Yeah. Well, are you ready for a question about a dom-sub arrangement? Okay, sure. Okay. So Cherry Blossom wrote in with the subject line, Loyal and Frustrated. And it says, I've entered into a DS agreement with a lifelong acquaintance. When it's hot, it's fucking hot. But when it's not, it's horrible. I've never said no to any of his requests, nor have I ever questioned any of his direction in our scenes. I have overall totally enjoyed our time together, truly. The sex is mind-blowing, and I find myself doing things I never thought possible at his request that I enjoy immensely. Now that I know what I can have, I want more of it. However, his time for us is limited. While we talk every day, it can be weeks between our time together, and often I find myself feeling frustrated, sad, and even rejected. I don't know what I can tell him without sounding like I'm questioning his motives. We have before hit a few bumps, and he has always encouraged me to just communicate with him, but I feel like it's easy for him to say that, easier than it is for me to actually do it anyway. I think I need to find someone else to fill in the gaps. I've mentioned this to him and his response was simply, it's your life. I can't tell you what Uh. to do with it outside of our dynamic. 
So I'm going to go ahead with my decision. And here are my questions. Do I have to give him up because I really don't want to? Am I looking for another dom? And do I have to tell potential candidates about my current dom? Um, I've on some level answered these for myself, but I just wanted to hear your opinion since I respect you and you understand the lifestyle and dynamic. Cherry. So what do you think? Um, I don't know. I mean, it was like, when did she say it was bad? When is it bad? Yeah, it just says when it's hot, it's fucking hot. When it's not, it's horrible. And I don't know if that means, like, the sex is horrible or if her missing him is the horrible part, since they only see each other, like, once or twice a month. Yeah, I guess that's the confusing part, mm -hmm. so I'm not sure. Um, and then he's just like, yeah, you got to do whatever's for you, right, basically? Yep. yep. So, I mean, if if it's hot it's hot like when he's with her or when they're together. And then if it's the low parts of like totally lame when they're not together, then I would by all means go get another, mm -hmm. you know, yep. um, and fill that gap. But I, without really knowing like, when is it not hot? Is mm -hmm. there like something he's asking to do? Then it's like all of a sudden it's not hot because that's not her thing. I'm not sure. Yeah. It's, um, you know, without knowing the full story. Otherwise, if we were to um, uh, guesstimate, I guess that she, you know, mm -hmm. the, when, when there's absence, it sucks. Then fill fill it with somebody else, and it, it would totally be on her. I mean, if he's saying what else you got to do, what you got to do, then you know, with her new partner or whoever, if she goes to find somebody else, it's completely on her. But you know, I always say make sure everybody knows what's what's in the game. You know what I mean? I agree. I just so, think like if you're doing a Dom sub dynamic that it's important yeah. for Doms to know about each other. Otherwise there can be like some major feelings of betrayal. I think, um, just yeah. as far as like, well, you're my submissive and kind of right. those feelings of ownership that can come with sometimes with power dynamics. Yeah. I don't know enough about that scenario or mm -hmm. that scene, but I would say, I, you know, I'm always one of those where like, Everyone should be in the know of whatever's going on yep. if you're having multiple partners. Yeah, I so, totally agree. And I don't think she has to give up her current dom. I mean, if he's right. okay with her, like, and, and she doesn't have to necessarily get, like, a second dom. She can always go to... Um, you know, the dungeon and just do some pickup play with any right, switch right. or dom who might, she might want to just like play with that night. Right. Um, so it can be very casual. And of course, you know, if you're doing pickup play at the dungeon, it doesn't have to involve any type of penetration or intercourse. It could just be right. like an energy exchange or bondage or, you know, whatever kind of thing turns both of them on. But I don't think that she has to give her current dominant up as long as if things feel good and, and you're communicating with each other about what's going on, then I think this has the potential to be a really great situation where she's trying other situations and other people. And I totally agree. Like you need to tell the people who you're getting involved with um, <clears throat> right. what your current situation is so that they can choose for themselves if that's the kind of dynamic they want to enter into. Right. Right. And, Speaking of which, oh, well, maybe we'll come back to it, but like you mentioned Dungeon, what in the world fucking ever happened to our Dungeon? <laughs> the right? I know. It's just like constantly in this state of non-existing and almost yeah. opening. Yeah. It's so frustrating. So anyway, yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we're on the same page with, with mm -hmm. her. And like I said, Cherry, if, if you're cool with your once or twice a month and go for it, you know, keep that. Mm -hmm. And then in your low parts and your down parts, you know, Hey, go get a little, a little something on the side. Yeah. And I think uh, just like knowing the reasons that you're doing it, don't go yeah. use someone just because you're trying to avoid being lonely. Make right. sure like you're, you're choosing this because it's something you truly want to do. And then you're right. letting the person know what the expectations are. Right. Right. Yeah. And then the other thing that just jumped out at me in her email was she said, um, I don't know what I can tell him without sounding like I'm questioning his motives. And he's always encouraged me to just communicate with him, but I feel like it's easy for him to say that easier than it is for me to actually do. One of the things, so I recently interviewed this person named Princess Callie, and she's uh, 
she was a professional dominatrix and she's been in like the BDSM scene for like 15 or 20 years. And one of the things she said is that kink is a, is a team activity. Like kink requires everyone to show up and participate. And so, um, submissives are allowed to have a voice. Submissives are allowed to share their needs and their wants and make requests. In fact, um, Callie was talking about encouraging submissives to keep journals full of all their requests to help them find their voice. Um, and so that's what I was going to, yeah, that's what I was going to ask because not knowing about that world, like, are they allowed to voice like, you know, as the sub, Yeah. are you, are you just, you know, like, yes, master or Mm -hmm. whatever, you know, words you use with each other. Mm -hmm. Can you do that? I want more. I need Mm -hmm. more or whatever. Like I need you to, I need more of you, you know, can you do that? Yeah, I mean, it really depends on the dynamic you have and the agreement that you've come to. Like in in master-slave situations, sometimes the agreement is the slave gives up the right to say what they need or want. But just as a like a basic human perspective is like you're allowed to say when something's not working for you, regardless of whether you're a submissive or a slave. As a human right. being, you have a right to say this doesn't feel good to me or this feels really right, good like, to me and I want more. Right. And so like, and the fact that he's encouraged her to communicate with him tells me that he does want to know about her experiences. He wants to make this something that she enjoys. He wants to make sure that she's getting something out of what they're doing together. And because he's asking for that, then she has a responsibility to speak up and share her concerns and share her experiences and to actually give him input on what she wants and how she's processing everything. And if talking to him about it feels intimidating, then maybe writing it down and sharing it with him that way is an option. Um, but definitely like you have to, you have to be able to find your voice as a submissive, even though that can feel really intimidating because one if you don't tell him what you're experiencing and what you want and what's not working, then he can't succeed. And then sure. you're setting both of you up for failure. And two, that you makes know, sense. That makes right. Sense. You know, I mean like as yeah. a dominant, he wants to be good. He wants her right. to enjoy serving him and doing these things for him. And if she's unhappy with something and he continues doing it and then finds out later that she didn't like it or enjoy it, he's going to feel terrible. Right. And so you have to be able to like share that as part of your dynamic. And, um, you know, the other thing is like, if you really want this relationship and arrangement to be something that lasts over the long term, the two of you are going to change, you know, the way you grow into your arrangement, the way you grow into the fantasies you live out, the way that you push at your boundaries over and over again is going to mean the two of you are constantly growing and changing. And so if you can't talk about that, it's going to become stagnant and stale very quickly. And that's not fun either. Right, right. So, you know, I think it like all comes back to her finding ways that she feels safe using her voice and even telling him like, I really have trouble speaking up for me. So maybe some of the work we can do is finding ways to help me practice using my voice. And then he can use his power as the dominant to say like, I'm not going to make you come until you say no three times or uh-huh. until yeah. you, know, you tell me like one secret and then you can come. So like they can build in practicing using her voice and communicating into their sexy scenes so that it feels more fun and less pressured. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, oh, ch- I think yeah. cherry, cherry blossom, you're, you're on the right path and you're asking good questions. Um, so good luck and keep us posted. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Cool. Do you want a question about positions? Um, yeah. Okay. Of course. Well, Lindsay sent us, the subject line is jumble of questions. And she actually sent a bunch of questions. So I'm just going to read one of them right now. And it says, hi, Dawn. First off, I'd like to say I absolutely love the podcast. I'm a new listener and I started from episode one. I'm still trying to catch up and I'm currently on episode 69. Speaking of, wow. I know I was so happy to hear that I'm not the only one who pretty much can't stand 69. (laughs) 
And then it says, all that said, I have a few questions. So I'm going to just do her first question, which is, what positions are best for girl on top? I'm usually the bottom, and I like it that way. My boyfriend is amazing and has incredible stamina. However, there are times when he gets tired or I'm feeling particularly sexy and would like to take charge. But I've noticed that despite working out pretty regularly, I get tired quickly in most girl-on-top positions. I have a difficult time getting off in any of them, and I can't make my boyfriend come in any of them either. Any suggestions? What are your thoughts on girl-on-top? All right. Well, here's my thing. Okay. Um, first, girlfriend, you need to work on some stamina, okay? Work that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking get that shit worked out. And my thing is this. It depends, you know. Okay, we're going to go with the typical, what is it, um, cowgirl or reverse cowgirl, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that depends on um, whether you get stimuli from the back. Mm-hmm. deep back part of your vagina or whether you get it from the front part of your vagina mm-hmm. and does the man have a curvy dick does it curve upwards does it curve down does it curve at all you know got that going on and then um somebody once told me sometimes that it was very difficult for them to uh, as the male to get off when the girl was on top mm-hmm. like he had to be in control of it you know yeah so it's almost like well, let her do her thing on top, and then I'm just going to, you know... Flip you around up. and fuck you. Yeah, right. flip you around and fuck you until I come, and whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, I I, think that's, you know, without knowing that... you got to find which way, you know, where's the stimulus? Is it towards the front of your fucking uh, vaginal wall or towards the back? I mean, mm-hmm. like, you, do you like that shit deep towards the back, like... How can I say it? It's like posterior to your cervix or is it anterior to your cervix? Where is your hot spot? So, and maybe he's just not long enough to actually hit any spots, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe he's, maybe he doesn't have enough length. Unfortunately, and I don't, I don't, unless you can fucking do the splits, I don't know how else that <laughs> you can get up on that shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, I don't think that bouncing up and down works like they do in porn. You know, it's just like, <laughs> you, know, like you know what yes. I mean? It's like, oh, oh, oh. oh, where are you? You should be right here in front of me right now because you're watching me bouncing up and down in my seat right now. <laughs> that, like, that, oh, oh, that doesn't work, okay? I mean, that's fun because it fucking feels good, but it's not going to make, it's not going to make me come, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. So... Sometimes just, you know, I know that the rubbing back and forth works and if it hits a spot and you're, and Mm -hmm. then they can explode. Yeah. But I think a a couple of things have to come into play. The stamina, Mm -hmm. the length of the penis and whether you need to be reverse or forward. Yeah. And I also think examining like, why do you want to do this position? Is it because it's fun and you're feeling sexy? Is it because you like seeing your tits bounce? Is it because he likes seeing your tits? tits bounds is it because he likes the view so you know like you have to like what about this is fun for you and then maximize that like it doesn't have to be about getting off I mean I'd say pretty much anytime I'm in I'm on top I'm not gonna get off now if I incorporate like my magic wand so that's against my clit and then I'm like grinding um that is probably a a going to be a recipe for success if I want to come in that position, but I have to incorporate toys or he has to be rubbing my clit. Um, and you know, it's just like, I'm not going to last forever there. It's a whole different movement to be like moving your body up and down versus thrusting. I can, I can thrust in, in like a pegging position for 10 times longer than I can bouncing up and down on someone in the on top position. Like it's just a whole different set of skills and muscles and it almost never happens the way that you see in porn, like ever. Um, also like, him sitting on a chair or on the couch and then you riding him that way. That's something that I really like because then our bodies are really close and it gets a different angle on the cock. Um, and I can more easily touch my clit in that position. Also trying pillows under his hips so that there's a little bit of an arch to him so that his hips are higher. Uh, and then your knees have more space to kind of like grip around him. That can definitely be something to try or like using a liberator wedge. 
yeah. incorporating toys for sure. And then I think also just being okay with not getting off. And I mean, there's like 7,000 different positions you can have when you're having intercourse, uh, much less if you're just having, if you're having like hand sex or mouth sex. And so, you know, you don't have to be able to come in all of them. You can have fun in all of them and you can enjoy yourself and maybe the way your body looks or his body looks or the view. But just because you enjoy that position, like there's lots of positions that I really, really, really love um, when it comes to fucking, but I'm not going to come that way. And that's cool. Wow. Like that's okay because like, I still like that, it. That's, I mean, I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it feels good, but man, I always need to reach the end at some point. Otherwise, I'm like, oh, you know, <laughs> fuck this, mm-hmm. all this work. And, but you know, I mean, like, not not all women do. I get mm-hmm. it. It's like, it still fucking feels good. You're mm-hmm. fucking, you're having sex, you're with the person you love or whatever. And every position feels good. Um, but I, I always like to end up, you know, trying to strive for the big O and, um, yeah. And like, who's to say you don't like roll over and just, you know, like maybe you're on top of him and you're fucking and you're getting all sweaty and you're laughing and it's fun and silly and you feel great. And then as it starts to get more serious, like you roll onto your sides and then you fuck that way or he like flips you onto your back or, you know, like you hop off and you like masturbate to each other or whatever it is. I mean, there's like a thousand ways that you can transition out of that and into something that does produce orgasms. Yeah, maybe she needs to incorporate the clit. Maybe she has hasn't tried that yet yeah maybe she's just like you know just doing the old bouncy bounce Mm -hmm. um and hasn't thought of you know like hey maybe i need to play with my time you know what i mean oh yeah i need that wand i need it and then if he's not doing it right you know right and then maybe like some people like the vibe Mm -hmm. you know and i'm not down with the vibe so i'm Mm -hmm. like whatevs Mm -hmm. and um i need to stop saying that i was like it's been saying it a little bit too much lately (laughs) (laughs) but um not hot, all right. So, the uh, the vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, show him how you like your clit touch. Maybe you need to touch your own clit. I find that sexy as hell. You know, if you're gonna rub your own clit while I'm fucking you, like yeah. that's sexy as shit. Um, yeah. The um, it, you know, because I'm getting I'm getting that you know sometimes he gets tired and that's why she's getting on top and she's mm-hmm. trying to figure out which position would be better anatomically it would Mm -hmm. totally depend on where her her spot is and for him like is he the kind of person who orgasms from physical stimulation from mental stimulation from visual stimulation you know like a lot of guys as long as there's some physical stimulation if you can really get like the fantasy going that'll help push them over the edge so if you're on top maybe the physical sensation isn't enough to make him come but maybe if you start like saying really really filthy things to him you know and like and like you're bouncing on him and you're talking like really really dirty and you're like telling him to look at you and like where you want his come and what it feels and tastes like and you know like you can incorporate that you can incorporate touching yourself and letting him watch you uh, you could watch porn together while you're in that position so that he has a different like visual or audio cue so I mean there's definitely lots of ways to get creative here but don't feel like you have to get off in these positions and don't feel like you have to do it until you're exhausted make it fun and and like see what you can make happen with those but I mean I think that the the positions you see in porn and the way that they happen are very misleading because I that's not how my body works and I'm super okay with that (laughs) and and it sounds to me like she's act, she's striving to really reach the O. The mm-hmm. o. She's, she's striving to have an orgasm while on top. She wishes, like, which position I need to have an orgasm while on top. It's like, because she's frisky, he's tired, and he's just like, oh, just get your dick up. I'm going to jump up and down on it, you know? And it's like, this is one of the pros of being a fucking lesbian, okay? Yeah. <laughs> My dick is always hard, and I just need <laughs> to put it on or whatever, and somebody's just going to bounce up and down on it. You know, pick your poison. You want you want long and slim. You want thick and short, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it, it, pinch your nipples, grab your fucking breast, talk dirty. I, you want me to talk dirty to you? I'll fucking talk dirty. Whatever you want. Touch mm-hmm. your fucking clit. Mm-hmm. Do all of that. Incorporate it. 
figure out which position works best for you, forward, backwards. I mean, like, fuck, you can even get sideways if you want to. Shit, maybe he's got a curved dick. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, you just got to get buck wild, girl. And um, the more you do it, the more you do it, the more stamina you're going to build because we don't want you to get exhausted. We want you to reach maximum orgasmic euphoria, whatever, you know? Okay. So that's, that's my take on that shit. Well, so I was going to say really fast about strap-on sex. So the other day, uh, Alex and I were were uh, fucking in the shower. And okay. he came, and I still wanted more. And so he put his strap-on on, and okay. we picked one of my, like, bigger dildos just so that it would okay. feel different. And then he bent me over the bed and fucked me, and then I flipped over, and I was, like, hanging off the edge of the bed with my legs up his chest, and he was fucking me, and, like... Who's to say that your boyfriend also can't just strap it on and you can try having sex with a different curve or a different type of cock and see how that works for you? I mean, he won't get the sensation, but he'll certainly get the visual and the noises that you make. And it was really hot sex, even though awesome. Alex wasn't using his attached penis. He was using his, his strap-on right, right, strap right. cock. So that's, like, super an option for dudes who have attached penises. Like, don't rule that out. Right. So the ones that you have for you guys, is it one of those that's meant for guys to, um, you know, slip onto his or does he just put it on his like pelvis pubic bone area? So he has the spare parts deuce, which, um, so he can DP with it. Oh yeah. So his cock goes through one hole and then you can put a dildo through the second hole, but he'll just pull it over his soft cock and then just put a dildo through one of the holes and just fuck me that way. Right on, right on. Yeah, so like all kinds of options. The only thing you're limited by is your creativity. Word. Yeah, so thanks so much for writing in and asking your delightful question. I will get to some of your other questions as I have experts in some of those areas that you were asking about. One of her other questions is about um, rape fantasies. And so uh, I think that could be fun to dig into at some point. You know, we've talked about that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. that's, that's a big one. A lot of people like that, and it's kind of taboo, but um, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, me too. I think yeah. it can be a fun space to play in. Um, yes. Okay, so I got a question from Barry that I thought you might want to weigh in on. Okay, okay. Okay, so here's what Barry says. It says, um, my wife and I have been married for over 10 years and love each other immensely. We have a good sex life for the most part, and we occasionally include fantasy talk during sex. Recently, I've been fantasizing about having another man fuck my wife. I brought it up during sex a couple of weeks ago, and my wife was obviously surprised by the subject. However, I think she realizes that it turns me on, and she sort of went along with it. I'm not bi, and I don't have any urges to do so, but I'm having trouble explaining to her why it turns me on. I have thought about the conventional scenarios and positions, but the one I keep coming back to is my wife on top of me and her sucking the other guy's dick while he's standing over my head. That image is just a huge turn-on. So how exactly can I communicate to her that I'd really like to make this happen? And how would you suggest we go about finding a participant to do this with if she turns out to be on board? Thanks for listening. Mm. So it's not it's not quite cock-holding. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just, it's going to just be like this little um, particular dynamic of a threesome. Yeah, it sounds like he's just really turned on by the thought just of... Wants to- another man yeah like being like he wants to see his wife sucking off this other guy while she's fucking her husband but not fucking like she can't fuck him i don't know he says i've been fantasizing about having another man fuck my wife and then offered that one scenario so maybe yeah maybe fucking is a part of it but um i don't think you have to be bi at all in order to find this hot and no that's totally fucking hot yeah totally hot yeah um Wow. You know, the tricky part is always going about trying to, how do you find that other person? Mm -hmm. Usually most men are like, yeah, I'm game. (laughs) I agree. Uh, I'm sorry. You want me to fuck your wife? Okay. Um, just tell me the rules. What are the boundaries? Blah, blah. And then there's that all that weird thing like, you know, well, do you find him attractive? I think he's cool. You just got to kind of go to, um, I don't know. I, I don't even know what venues, you know, to where you just 
happenstance on that. Maybe it's, I don't know. Um, but that's, that's hot. Like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'd say go for it. Uh, how you bring that up to your wife. I think you just have to keep having little, small, um, you throw out little, little innuendos or hints or little small chats or whenever you're having set. I don't know. Like it just, I, it's so much easier for me because I just like talk about shit blatantly. So mm-hmm. I don't know how, you know, I don't know how to introduce that kind of stuff to people who don't normally talk about it because I'm talking about it all the time. Yeah, and it sounds like he's already brought it up with his wife, and it sounds like where he's stuck is trying to find the words for why he finds it hot so that he can do a better job of describing it to her. Uh, um, and so, uh, you know, I mean, like, one, you've already broached the subject, and it sounds like she was surprised, but she went along with it. So that sounds like you two have a healthy, just, like, dynamic, and now it's just a matter of how yeah. do you bring it up again. And Yeah, that's a plus. Yeah, for sure. And I think, like, as for why you think it's hot... Um, that's just for you to really think about, you know, is it because you find your wife so sexy that the thought of seeing her in action kind of from this different perspective is what's turning you on? Or is it because it's super taboo and you're not supposed to share her with somebody? Or is it because you want to see her react to someone other than you so that you've got this like new fantasy and version of her in your you know, sexual repertoire to, to feel horny about. I mean, there's lots of different reasons, um, that, that you could potentially find this hot. And I don't know that you need to like define all of them, but. Right. I mean, we were there. Um, my wife and I were there at one point. Remember Mm -hmm. it was just like, uh, when we were way back in the day messing around with Rick, um, she did not necessarily need to participate, but she thought it was, fucking hot as hell to watch me and Rick fuck or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? And then of course, you know, then we incorporated everyone into it or whatever, whether it was just like, you know, eating pussy or whatever, kind of, you know, the same, same, you know, like instead of sucking dick, eating pussy, whatever. So I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know how you would even describe, describe that other than that's fucking hot to watch you do that yeah. or whatever, you know? And I, and I think in, in, in her words, it was almost like, I know that you would, you enjoy that. And it's fucking hot for me to watch you enjoy mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, in this situation, I'm not sure. It's kind of like the, it's kind of like the reverse of that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought Isn't up it? like that enjoyment piece because I'll, I'll bet in his fantasy, his wife is very eager to be sucking that other guy's dick. And so she really, really wants it. And I yeah. think that's going to be really important for when they're talking about moving forward with this, making sure that she truly is wanting to do this for herself. And she she wants to do this because she thinks it's going to make their sex life hotter. And she's excited because if she's just doing this to please him, and then they get into that actual scenario and she's just kind of like, half-heartedly sucking on that other guy's dick it's probably going to be a whole different feeling yeah Uh, so yeah she's totally going to want to have to suck that guy's dick otherwise it's not going to be like um right like for me it was like yeah i'm totally going to fuck this guy right now and it's going to feel good or whatever the hell it is and the wife is like that's fucking hot i know Mm -hmm. you're having a good time i know it feels good and that's just fucking hot and then she Mm -hmm. gets excited but if it's, you know, uh, well, I guess I'll suck this guy's dick because it makes my husband happy. You know what I mean? It's like, right. uh, it's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah. And I mean, like, she's so. allowed to choose that for herself. But for, right. for Barry writing in, like, if the part of the fantasy is her being really excited about this other yeah. guy, then that needs to be part of what gets communicated to your wife. Like, I don't want you just doing this for me because you're trying to be a good right. wife. Part of what's hot is you being excited about this. So I want to make sure that you truly are feeling those things or what do we need to do so that you can feel excited about it? Cause maybe it's a little bit different than the scenario in his head. Maybe she's got right. some ideas about the type of person or maybe it's another woman or whatever. Um, right. and I think as far as, as finding someone to do this with, you're spot on in that 
it's very, I mean, they call it a unicorn for a reason. So when a, a heterosexual couple wants to find a woman to be their third, it's super challenging to find that unicorn, to find that third single woman who's interested in having sex with both the heterosexual male and the heterosexual female. Yes. Um, but if you're looking for a, a, a cis guy to have sex with, that's going to be way easier to find. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. you can create a couple's profile on OkCupid and say you're looking for a guy and you're going to probably be flooded with requests. Um, sure. You can also uh, go to any of the local like swingers clubs or go to any of the local dungeons or like kink munches and start making friends and talking to people there to see who you connect with. Um, you know, you could maybe try Tinder, but nobody really reads profiles there. So OkCupid's probably right. a better bet. Um, and also seeing it, yeah, if there's any like swinging communities in your area. But uh, if you just go to, you know, any kind of like sex party or dungeon or kink event and start talking to people, it, it'll, you'll probably pretty easily start finding people who are interested in, in playing with you if you're looking for like a cis guy. Um, right, right. Totally. You know, and just making sure that, like, when you find this person, you make it really clear what you're interested in so that that person has an opportunity to opt in or opt out. You know, because what's so frequent with these kinds of fantasies is the third that's coming in is basically just being used as an object to make the couple feel more excited about each other. And if their feelings get involved or if their interest starts to change, it kind of gets dismissed as not being important because the couple's needs come first. So just be right. sensitive to that um, it, when you're approaching people and talking to them and, and trying to find someone to kind of play this fantasy out with. But it sounds like, Barry, right, right. I mean, your wife... Your wife didn't just say, like, I want a divorce or you gross when you brought this up. So I think there's definitely some great potential for, for talking about it a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, sounds like a good deal. Go for it. Have you watched any good porn lately? No. Um, actually, I've just been kind of been turned off by porn. Sometimes if you watch too much of it, it's, like, not exciting. <laughs> So I'm like, no, I'm like, I keep flipping and flipping. I'm like, yeah, that's not working for me. Yeah, that's not working for me. And then it's like, all right, whatever. So I really haven't uh, masturbated in quite some time. I, I'll have to admit, I can't even remember the last time I did. So, you know, what's really funny is I was watching season 11 of Supernatural last week. Uh -huh. And in one of the episodes, God is in the episode so like literally god and okay. so god's on earth and one of the main characters walks in and god has been sitting in his pjs watching porn all day long and wow. uh yeah like dean walks in and and god's like i've never seen so much porn in my life and that just cracked me up so <sighs> much <laughs> like <laughs> Just the thought of like, we've all been there where you kind of like go down the rabbit hole and you end up like yeah. hours later going, did I just watch that much porn? And I just adore that on the show, they made God like spend a whole day just watching porn and eating Chinese food. God, that's awesome. I know. It's totally awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yes. Yeah. So. So what's coming up next for you? Are you just going to keep working your, your tush off and, and enjoying the new job? I am. I am. Um, you know, I just uh, uh, passed a, another milestone with my work. So I am um, super excited about that. And I'm just going to keep busting my ass doing my job. I'm loving it. And I couldn't ask for anything else with that. And just just rocking it, you know, and Hey, you, you hit me up. I'll, I'll be available for guest spots here and there. And if you'll have me, if the mm -hmm. people of sex gets real, will have me back. I would come back for a spot here and there. Hell yeah. So. Yeah. I know everybody misses you and <laughs> we've had some amazing guests on the past couple of months and some really yeah. fun interviews, but, uh, people definitely are still missing the Dawn <laughs> and Dylan dynamic. And so as know, you have I more know. time over the next couple months, I know I would love to have another chance to just like get 
freaky, sexy answer yeah, questions yeah. with Dylan yeah. as you drink your beer <laughs> and and are just being Heck your yeah. awesome celesby. What do we call it? Celesbian. Yes, yeah, celesbian self. My so, uh, yeah. lesbian self. But yeah, you know what? Hit me up because um, my schedule's uh, a bit peculiar. Mm-hmm. So it's um, when we we're gonna get together for lunch in a couple of days, and then mm-hmm. we'll we'll go over some stuff, and then um, see where I can you know where yeah. you might want to squeeze me in. Sweet. Well, I just want to say to all of our listeners, thank you so much for listening. I am sure you uh, are absolutely adored hearing Dylan again on the show. And so I'll make sure that, that we get her back in the next couple of weeks or within the next month or two. And if you've got any questions for us, for me or Dylan or any of the upcoming experts that I've got lined up for the show uh, on everything from trans bodies to kink to sexual health and all that goodness, Go to sexgetsreal.com and fill out the contact form. And of course, you can always tweet at the show at sexgetsreal or leave comments over on Facebook. I've been getting tons of messages over on Facebook for the show, so that's another option. And thank you so much for being here, Dylan. I miss you so much. I know, and I can't wait till we get together. Um, And if I could just give a shout out to my neighbors who've been binge listening, I'm like, (laughs) what's up, you pervs? Uh, You know who you are. I got your number now. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So. Shout out to the perv neighbors. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, cool. I'm out. This okay. is Dylan. It's yeah. been real. So, listeners, don't forget that all throughout the month of September, I am teaching a whole bunch of sex classes at Secret Pleasures Boutique in Washington, D.C. So if you are in the D.C. area or if you have friends or family who are, be sure to go to sexgetsreal.com for episode 124 or go to Secret Pleasures Boutique website. Uh, and get tickets. I've already had one of the classes sell out. The other one is more than halfway sold out at this point. We're going to add a second kinky class in October because it it sold out so quickly. Uh, And I would love to see you there and meet you in person. I hope you enjoyed hearing Dylan on the show this week. I know we had a lot of fun catching up. We're going to have beers together in a couple of days and just hang out for a little bit now that Her life is calming down just a touch. And I will talk to you next week with a phenomenal interview with Karen B.K. Chan. Until then, bye.